0: Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the New Heights Show on education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Great to be back with you this week. We have a fun topic for you. Well, if not fun, at least informative. I hope. Uh, before we get started with the topic today, I'd like to do a little housekeeping. Of course, this show that you're listening to now is on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, Thursdays. Excuse me. It's on Thursdays at two p.m. Mountain Standard Time, one p.m. Pacific, or four p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're interested in what NHEG has going on as far as their radio shows, I'd also suggest that you check out Buffy Williams' show. Her episodes are on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Central Standard and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So today, I would like to talk about chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, I've been thinking a great deal about fatigue lately. Um, What with everything going on in the world, I know that people in general are under a lot of pressure and that can cause a huge amount of fatigue. Um, But we are all at this time getting a bit exhausted because of that. Um, So I'd like to actually dig into that more. Chronic fatigue is an actual illness. Um, It's not just being fatigued after a long day of work. It's not just um, being depressed or the, although that can contribute to it. Um, when I'm talking about chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, CFS, these are people that have an exhaustion, um, that's continuous, you know, whatever they do, it's, it's really hard to break out of that. Um, As everyone knows who's who've been following me, I have cerebral palsy. Um, What I'm finding out is that as I get older, chronic fatigue has really become an issue with me. Um, So I hope that I can bring you a little information here and help people understand what this is and what it's like to have it and what people can do to help and what is being done now as far as the medical medical community is concerned. <clears throat> so as I mentioned, chronic fatigue syndrome is the feeling of being exhausted, exhausted all the time, just completely wiped out. Um, it is estimated that CFS affects more than 1 million, about 1 million Americans, excuse me, about 1 million Americans. Um, The symptoms are of huge range. It's a very complex disorder, and it may have several symptoms occurring simultaneously. These are just some of the symptoms associated with chronic fatigue syndrome. So, again, feeling exhausted for more than 24 hours after physical exertion. Not feeling refreshed after sleeping or having trouble sleeping. Having a hard time concentrating or problems with attention and memory. Feeling dizzy or faint when sitting up or standing due to a drop in blood pressure. Muscle pain or aches. Pain or aches in joints without swelling or redness. Headaches of a new type, pattern, or strength. So these are headaches that are occurring that are different than what you have normally been getting. Um, So if you get headaches for example, there there are some times that I get a headache every morning, no matter what I do. I, I wake up with a headache. It's that type of new pattern that, that doctors are looking for when you come in for a diagnosis. Um sore throat that is constant or goes away and comes back often. And that's an interesting one. I haven't experienced that one. I wonder why the sore throat in particular um it happens in particular i when doing my research they didn't they named this symptom but they didn't go into specific details so less common but still possible these symptoms are less common but they do happen visual problems blurring sensitivity to light or eye pain Psychological symptoms, irritability, mood swing, panic attacks, anxiety. Again, we're going into how everything is related. You may have a mental illness that is concurrent with your chronic fatigue syndrome. Chills and night sweats. Low-grade fever or low body temperature. Irritable, Irritable bowel syndrome. Um, some allergies and sensitivities to foods, odors, chemicals, medication and sound. So what I am imagining here and what uh, um, people have told me regarding like such sensitivities it's like having a migraine where you have um, not only is you know you're having the traditional headache, you also have sensitivity to light, sound. Um, I have several friends. One of which, if she gets a migraine, then it's over. her Her entire day is going to be spent lying down in a dark room. That is her plan for the day, and everything else she needs to do or wants to do can just go out the window because the migraine really just puts her flat, flat down. You know, uh, numbness, tingling, or burning sensations in the fa- in the face, hands, or feet. Again, a less common, um, unusual symptom there. Um, Chronic fatigue syndrome is considered an invisible condition in that it is not immediately obvious to others that a person is suffering from a disabling condition. Symptoms can vary widely from person to person, making the condition difficult to diagnose. So I wanted to mention something about disability invisibility. Um, As you know, some of you who may have been following me, you know, uh, for a bit of a bit of time, my CP is not immediately noticeable um, upon first meeting me or even if you just see me at a distance. Um, So often I can move around without anybody knowing I have it. This is the same same thing with chronic fatigue syndrome. You look normal, you act normal, everything checks out, but unless you're talking to somebody about it, they're not going to know that you are exhausted all the time. Um, in Invisible disabilities, quote-unquote invisible, disabilities are hard to diagnose um, because there is a... It's hard to diagnose something that you can't see. It's easier to diagnose something if I were to come in and say, oh, I have a broken leg. You look at my leg, oh, yes, of course you have a broken leg. You come in with these symptoms that are not nebulous per se, but very hard to pin down. And, you know, you you say, well... You say to your doctor, I'm exhausted. Well, being exhausted could come from a lot of different things. And it's not always easy to find the correct solution or the correct reason for your being tired. So it can be a tricky disorder to diagnose. Um, So... Symptoms can vary widely from person to person making the condition difficult to diagnose. So, again, there's another factor as well. Two of you may have chronic fatigue syndrome, and you may be sitting side by side, and both of you have it, but it shows up differently in either of you. Neither of you have the exact same symptoms, which, again, makes it difficult to diagnose. Um. So I'm going to take a short break here to listen to a word from NHEG and see what NHEG is up to for 2020. And we will be right back with our discussion on chronic fatigue syndrome. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. This is the second part of our discussion of Chronic Fatigue Syndrome. If you missed the first part before the break, I encourage you, um, after you're finished downloading this episode, please rewind and um, enjoy the first first uh, thoughts. my first thoughts on Chronic Fatigue Syndrome. So who suffers from chronic fatigue syndrome? Anyone can suffer from it. Um, but it seems that women are two to four times more likely to be affected. Children can be affected. Um, but the risk is less than that of adults or teens. So once you start getting into a teenage, um, into the teenage years, your risk goes up, but even so, Children and adolescents with uh, CFS are pretty rare. This is usually affecting adults and women in particular. Um, So diagnosis and treatment. How is chronic fatigue syndrome diagnosed? How is it treated? So again, it's difficult to diagnose. So a diagnosis of... Chronic fatigue syndrome comes only after your physician has ruled out any any under, other underlying conditions that might be causing the fatigue. So this requires performing physical exams, have blood work done, other tests, perhaps um, like an MRI or other imaging. Um, what your physician is trying to do is that they are trying to rule out the possibility of any other diseases um, or conditions that may be causing your exhaustion. Um, So if underlying causes like that can't be found, a person can be diagnosed with CFS, CFS, if there are two main criteria the doctors look for, Um, You've had extreme fatigue for more than six months. If you're a child, it's more than three months. And the symptoms prevent you from doing daily activities like bathing, working, cleaning the house, that sort of thing. Um, Um, And there is currently no treatment approved by the FDA for chronic fatigue syndrome. So if you have it, you really need to talk to your doctor about a treatment plan. Um, They can prescribe things like regular exercise, changes in meal or diet, um, other things. Also, they may send you to different specialists specialists to rule out other disorders you might have due to fatigue. Um, CFS is individual to everybody. No um, two people have the same symptoms, at the same time as i mentioned and so the treatment has to be highly individualized as well so again talk to your doctor and the two of you can figure out a regimen that works for you because you know something that works for a person with you know person a might not work for person b or may cause harm to person b depending so um working with chronic fatigue syndrome can it be done the answer is yes that's the short answer the longer answer is a little bit more complicated It's estimated that at least half of Americans with CFS can hold a part-time or full-time position. Here's where things get sticky. Um, As as stated, CFS affects everybody differently. So working with any disabling condition requires assistance and understanding from your employer. Um, I've talked a little bit about this In my episode regarding employment and being disabled, you might want to go back into the archives and find that one. By and large, all all the employers I have encountered want to be helpful. They want to assist a person in doing the job to the best of their ability. There are a few out there that are not as compliant, shall we say, with the Americans with Disabilities Act, um, which mandates that businesses give reasonable accommodations to a person with a disability if it's proven they can do the job. Um, So people frequently find it difficult to believe in what they can't see. That's the thing. So chronic fatigue Much like my particular brand of CP, it's hard to really, really know what accommodations you may need until you start doing the job. And it may be difficult for your employer to understand your condition and may even not believe you at first. Um, it's a tricky situation. Um, it, I would be cautious when talking with your employer about any disability with about disclosing any disability. Um, and I would really think about what types of accommodations you're going to be asking for. So Working with CFS can actually be pretty difficult. Um, I mean, in theory, it's great. I mean, in theory, yes, a person with chronic fatigue syndrome can work. In practice, it's difficult to meet the needs of your employer when you are having to take a break and rest every two hours because you're exhausted. Um, as stated above, some of the symptoms are of CFS or memory issues, a fog, that type of thing. So if your brain isn't working at full capacity, then your level of skill and your detail to work is going to go down. Um, That's just human nature. That's just the way we work. If we're exhausted, we don't function at peak alertness and peak peak, uh, productivity. That's just the way it works. So, When looking for a job, I would advise a couple of things, things that I've found helpful for myself. Um, Research a company before you apply for the job, before you go for an interview. Now, this is true for any company, any job you seek, whether you're disabled or not. I would point out that there are a couple of things that you should possibly you should probably focus on if you're a disabled individual looking for a job right now i'm going to go ahead and just pause for a word from our sponsor, silicon valley high school and right after that we'll continue talking about chronic fatigue syndrome and the things you should be looking for when you start looking for a job and you're somebody with chronic fatigue syndrome Welcome back to the New Heights Show on education. Once again, I am your host, Erica Hansen. We were discussing chronic fatigue syndrome. So last segment, I went over the diagnosis and treatment of CFS and some of the issues people can run into when they try to look for a job or they work with CFS. So... I, would, I mentioned some things that I try to look out for in an employer when I'm, when I'm looking for work as a disabled individual. Um, so, one, do they have any complaints against them, especially complaints related to any disabilities, any violations of the ADA? That's important. If you, gain, if you do gain an interview, um, watch how the manager treats their staff. If, if the manager is, is rude or confrontational with their own staff, it's a pretty good indicator of what they're going to treat, you know, how they're going to treat you. And people with disabilities don't need the extra stress of working at a place and with a boss that isn't a good fit for them. Um... Additionally, how do the employees treat each other? You know, their, their work, workplace culture is a thing. And not only do employees form a bond with their boss. And when I say bond, I don't mean necessarily, you know, friendship. Let's all, let's all go out for happy hour every, you know, Friday. Although that may be that as well, but human nature is that we, that we form groups. So employees form a certain type of relationship with their boss and employees also form another type of relationship with other employees. And it can be hard to figure out that dynamic. Um, And it's, For example, is, you know, the company is ADA compliant, you you know that you've, um, you've read about it, they don't have any black marks against them, et cetera, et cetera. But talking to the employees, maybe there are things that aren't quite done quite close enough to the ADA there are certain issues that you would find out about only by talking to another employee. So again, that's another of my tips here. Talk to one of the current employees. If you can Um, talk to a former employee again, this is tricky. This is, this is because you don't want to seem like you're being, um, that you're being uh, nosy, but, it is good to know what type of situation you're walking into. Um, so if after all of this, though, you find that you can't um, work, that that for whatever reason, um, maybe your chronic fatigue syndrome has increased, maybe the the you know jobs you are looking at, they don't they don't really know how to inter they don't really know how to accommodate your disabilities. Um, but if if the illness, especially if the illness becomes too so severe, you can't work at all, um, look into getting social security disability. It's basically, I do want to let you know Social security it is there. It is for you. It's for your, you know. It's to help you out while you're disabled. That being said, Social Security's definition of disability is something that lasts more than 12 months or ends in death, and of course, it prevents you from working substantially. Uh, so they do have a income cutoff. If you make over a certain amount, then you will not be eligible. This process can be long and, and drawn out for various reasons. I, I did a podcast on this um, earlier in the year, uh, 2019. So if you'd like to know how that process is, please go check out the archives again. Um, so social security disability may be the path for you depending on, you know, what you're able to find, what you're able to do, and how you're able to manage your chronic fatigue. Um, So I'm going to close off here by saying that, as always, I have my Zoom chat window up. If you'd like to talk to me, please call 1-646-558-8656. That's a United States number through New York, so your long-distance charges may apply. Um, Our meeting ID for Zoom, if you'd like to chat, the meeting ID is 465-172-882. And I hope everyone is doing well. Stay safe. Stay happy. I will see you next week. Have a good week, guys.